0: And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100% discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry an Outreach Crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now let's listen to Pastor Chris.
1: Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
0: Our hearts, yes, our souls are receptive. Ladies and gentlemen, shall we all rise to our feet? With that our spirits are yielded. We are ready to hear what the Lord has to say to us this morning. Accept to hear from the word of God. Amen. So with that, with much excitement, shall we all please help me welcome my Father, your pastor, my father in the Lord God's servant, Pastor Chris Chant together I'll
1: trust you in the night time I will trust you In the day Lord I'll trust you Every moment Of the way I'll trust you In the night time I will trust you In the day Lord I'll trust you Every moment of the way. I'll trust you in the nighttime. I will trust you in the day. Lord, I'll trust you every moment of the way. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Lord, we give to you this time. We pray that you will speak to our hearts. We welcome the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. You may be seated, thank you. Thank you so very much. The choir people can go, well, I don't know if there's enough seats. Otherwise, okay, stay there. If you want to move, you can move into the crowd. Now, good morning and welcome to the Sunday so we have a load shedding at 12, and uh, so we want to jump straight into the word. Allow me to say that tonight there will be another leaders impartation at 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. All leaders and anybody else that want to learn anything about leadership, you are welcome to join us at 5 p.m. All cell leaders to be here, we continue. Our training for small groups. Hmm? Amen. Because we have eight o'clock load shedding, that's why we start. We just have to negotiate and think, use wisdom. Glory to God. Now, for you that don't come to pray on a Saturday morning. You missed something very wonderful yesterday. Because I had a pleasant surprise from a friend from Ghana. He was coming through by God's divine instruction to visit South Africa for a few stops. and He came to Cape Town on Friday, and then he phoned me to say he's here. And I, he's already engaged in the preaching, but he wanted to come and see me. And I said, I'm having a prayer meeting in the morning. Then he came, and he blessed our hearts tremendously And he prophesied over many of us. And I believe that his visit here will make a great change. You know, sometimes when a man of God comes by, you must take the opportunity to be there and to receive spiritual things. Many people don't believe in spiritual things. This morning I want to continue teaching Last week, we were also blessed by my, old, my former pastor or Bible school teacher, Pastor Cockrell. So this morning, I continue to help you in my great mission to transform your life, to see growth, enlargement, capacity, prosperity, blessings is my desire for you every time you tell me of the good things of God I am excited about it because it is my mission to see you receive also all the good things and the plans that God has for you. Amen? This morning I want to look into why it is that many people do not enlarge the reasons for your failure to enlarge. It's in the Bible. And it's a sad thing, but it is true. And in the Bible, we see many accounts of tragedy, sadness, despair, failure, and these stories are pictures of pictures of mirrors to help us To help us not to go the same way. Are you here? Somebody once told me something. He said, a lighthouse, a lighthouse is this huge white tower that warns the ships that there are rocks there. Do you know that? And the reason why they build a lighthouse is because a ship once crashed there. They don't just choose a place and say, let's put something here. No, no. It always happens after the tragedy. Are you with me? So they build this huge lighthouse and they put lights there to say, don't come here, there's danger here. And so the preaching of the word of God, is not just to give you a good feeling or to make you excited, which it can do and it should do but it's also to warn of the dangers of the rocks that wait for you. Amen? And the reality in life is that not everybody really lives the dream that, they, that God has in store for you, isn't it? Many of your dreams are hijacked. Many of your dreams are curtailed. Many of you go to the grave and, and then you say, uh, few and hard has been the days of my life. But God wants you to enjoy the blessings that He has in store for you. Amen? But we see from our study, if you are here for the first time, we have been learning in this church about Joshua, the great general that enlarged Israel by taking territories in the promised land. Amen. I was watching a video in the week of a great preacher. He's he's gone home to be with the Lord. Um, uh, Fred Price. Has anybody heard about Fred Price? I think you say amen, but I don't think you know these people. Anybody heard about AKA? You see, you know people that has got no. Value to your life, but if I say Fred Price, is say, it say, They can't for Mr. Price, but they can't for Fred Price. Fred Price was one of the greatest preachers. And if you go to Ghana with me this year, some of you will be going to Ghana. Uh, you see, there's a big wall at Bishop Dag's Bible School and also at the Kodesh that is dedicated to the Fred Price Chapel Fred Price Chapel but while I was watching him on video I saw his whole church set like these first two rows with books and pens and Bibles that has been thoroughly worked through you know when the Bible is well worked through <laughs> I was gonna say look at your neighbor's Bible but I am not sure I'm not sure if you even have a Bible but you can see the Bible the pages are, are not as neat anymore It's been, it's been worked through And the, the pens have been high And the, the books I thought, wow He was a Bible teacher, Fred Price One of the pristine great Bible teachers of his day Amen So I said, I would also like my people to sit like this And write down what I'm teaching them So that they can apply the word of God and see great growth in their lives. Say amen. amen. Yes. If you have Bibles, then turn to Joshua chapter seven, from verse one. And I'm, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you to put it in that New Living Translation for us, please. Joshua chapter seven, verse one. I was thinking about this teaching this morning. And I thought that I have given you such good food to eat on the five kings that you must war, that it will last you for a lifetime. Amen? And I don't know if you, if you couldn't come past the first five, you won't enter. This is now after the first, this is after, this is uh, some more warfare. Joshua's first fight was Jericho. The wars of Jericho, that teaching will come soon. He fought the battle of Jericho, and God gave him great victory. Amen? Yeah. So after the Jericho war, he wanted to take the next city called AI. Are you with me? I first entitled my message, The Defeat at AI, but then I thought, no, let me rather... Make it simpler to you and say reasons for your failure to enlarge. Reasons for your failure to enlarge. Just recently, I sat opposite a brother who had a lot to say about me when we were younger. You see, not that much younger, but when we started out in the ministry. And so the brother had come eventually to come and apologize to me about certain things he said and certain thoughts he had. Because after time, you can always see if your thinking was correct or if your thinking was wrong. All of you sitting here have a mind and you are thinking something. My job is to transform your thinking. To be in line with the word of God Are you with me? Yeah but, but in your mind now You might even think that your thinking is right But you see your thinking leads you to a certain place in life But at the current moment You, you think you're gonna end up Glorious Victorious But as time Everybody say time, time. As time goes by you will will discover if your thinking was correct or incorrect. Because not everybody comes to a place of blessing and enlargement. It all depends on your thought pattern in your mind. Are you hearing me? That's why we teach you. That's why you come with a book and a pen. if you knew everything, there's no need to come sit here. Isn't it? We want you to be blessed and enlarged according to God's pattern. And so when the brother apologized, I had my opportunity to explain to him, because now it's after the fact, after the years has gone by, <laughs> You must please listen to me. I want to help you, and my time is going to blow me with this load shedding. We give you to God and to time. We give you, we leave you to God and to time. (laughs) Mr. Slimman, Mafro Slim, Slim. I leave you to God and to time. Because eventually, after a while, you will see now. What's my thinking, right? Why, why, Why is there no enlargement? Why is there only struggles? Why is there only despair? You see, I thought I'm on the right track. Until you actually find Jesus on the way Saul of Tarsus was killing the children of God He thought he was doing something right Until he met Jesus on the way What a, what a blessed encounter To be stopped in your way and say, Buta. say so, You're on the wrong way Turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around. The people you are talking against The people you are killing The people you are criticizing You must actually follow those people Wow. Isn't that powerful? And this is what happened to Saul of Tarsus. But in my story, Israel violated the instructions. Let's, let's read it together. there. Look on the board. Israel violated the instructions about the things set apart for the Lord. God set some things apart when they conquered Jericho. He told them, don't take anything. There's going to be more in the future for you. But now, destroy everything. Because the first fruits always belong to God. Are you here? Israel knew that the firstborn must be given to God. The one who opens the womb is dedicated to God. Do you see? So people like Samuel, they were, they were received, but they were given back to God. And that's why you're in today's terms, our offerings, the first fruit, which we call the 10%, it goes to God. Are you here? Now, not even to preach far, just to stop there, it's one of the reasons. I'm talking about the reasons for your failure to become big and enlarge. You, you what? You violated the instructions about the things set apart for God. Flake, flake. My story. Let's see. Let us close. Let's go home. Uh, uh, The tithers. Is there any tithers here? uh, Only the tithers. Only the tithers can now remain for the rest of the service. You see, only the tithers. The others. That is where your preaching stops. What did they do? They violated the instructions about the things set apart for God. Your money, not all your money, no, no, no. Only 10%, the first that is set apart for God, according to God's word. But if you violate it, it is the reason why you don't see enlargement in your life. There are many reasons, it's not just one, but that's first, that's the first stop. That's the first stop. Well, some people do give their tithes, but they still struggle then maybe they don't meet the other requirements. Is anybody hearing me today? All right. Oh, but Israel violated the instructions about the things set apart for the Lord. A man named Achan, this is our story today. Achan, don't call your child Achan. He had stolen some of these dedicated things. He stole the dedicated things. Your name might not be Achan, but you, you, you might also be stealing the dedicated things. Hmm? <laughs> you bought it from the tithes that was supposed to come to God. That necklace that you are wearing, even though it was bought at China China shop it was not yours it was the tithe some people wear the tithe some people eat the tithe and some people drive the tithe and you can get upset and I, you, you must always remember the things I say and your thinking might say it's alright You don't have to agree I leave you to God And to time And if you see me bless And I see you not bless That is the way your thoughts was Your thinking was The pastor is not talking the truth He wants our money It's alright Think the way you want to think But over time Don't get jealous. When you see some people blessed, there are reasons for failure. Are you listening? They stole some of the, he stole this Achan. So the Lord was very angry with the Israelites. Hey, this thing one man's sin affects the whole group. Sin is never in isolation. You are a sinner, but it affects your children, your family, your beloved. Whatever you do, whatever, every sin you commit has consequences. Are you with me? I don't think it's only as net sin. No, it affects everybody. And sometimes, as you'll see in this story, the whole family suffered because of one man's sin. Because you see, sometimes your sin also benefits others. Die kinders wat so steele, as die politie vir hulle soek, as die kie mamers vir hulle weg, is dat so? Ja, dat so run hoe the parents hide them. And the parents can see, my child don't work, where does he get this money from? But you enjoy the sin of your son. And you say, I'm not sinning much. They het dan saam? Gesteele van jou. Sin affects us all. Achan stole some of the things, and God was angry with the whole of Israel. Achan was the son of Kameh. no, Say, next week yet, But because of his sin, now his whole family's name is in the book forever. The pretorious. The Johnsons, The Februaries The Peters The Scrooders That's why when your child does wrong You say don't bring shame to our family's name Are you with me? You bring a scandal on the family name But if the child does good The parents are proud Because the child brings honor to the family am I preaching may you not bring shame but may you bring honor Yes, may you be an honorable person and may your life bring honor to your father and to your mother maybe your father and your mother had many mistakes but you I prophesy you will bring honor to your family your father and mother will be proud of you amen you will be what we call the darling boy and the darling girl. You know, you, a, a, a parents can have many children. They won't tell you this. But there's always one that is like a favorite. Yeah. I, was blamed, I was blamed by my brothers for being my father's favorite. I didn't know it at that time. But after a while they said there's, there's certain things they don't like about me. Because I was my father's favorite boy. All the responsibility he gave to me And I wasn't the eldest He gave it to me He said you must do this You must." And it brought jealousy like Joseph's brothers Very similar So I see you also Rising up to be the the darling boy Of your father Both spiritual father And biological father Amen? Amen Glory to God Oh let me rush, let me rush This word is so rich isn't it If you love the word of God You will love my teachings he was the son, he was the Zema. Go to the next verse. They were of the tribe of Judah. Joshua sent some of his men from Jericho to spy the town of Ai. Say Ai. Ai. Spies. East of Bethel. They, this is war. Christianity is? War. Christianity is? War. Yeah, don't think you're not fighting. It's a warfare. Alright? You must put on the whole armor of God. And then, when they return. They told Joshua, there's no need for all of us to go there. It won't take more than two or 3,000 men to attack the city. Because you see, in the first city, God broke down the walls of Jericho for them supernaturally. So they thought they don't need to take the whole group. They can win the victory by just a few soldiers. Mistake. Everybody say mistake. It was the first mistake. Since there are so few of them, don't make all our people struggle to go up there. Number two, go on. So, approximately 3,000 warriors were sent, but they were soundly defeated. Say, defeated. They were not just defeated, they were soundly defeated. They were well beaten. Like Liverpool lost 5 2. We were well beaten. I'm a Liverpool fan, so I must admit that day we were well beaten. Okay, focus becomes spiritual. Yeah. Next verse, please. Next verse. What did I say? Up to verse 6, please. They chased the Israelites from the town gate as far as the quarries. And they killed about 36 who were retreating down the slope. The Israelites were paralyzed with fear at the stern of events. And their courage melted away. And the last verse, Joshua and the elders of Israel tore their clothing in dismay. This was the shock. How could we be defeated? They threw dust on their heads. And they bowed face to the ground before the ark of the Lord until evening. Joshua's book is is a a book of total victory. And there's not many defeats besides this one. This was the major shock in his life and the major uh, halt for his enlargement. He couldn't go far because he made certain mistakes. And the first mistake I'm bringing to your attention, I'm just going to give you three, is number one, he didn't take a big army with him. I mean, you saw that, isn't it? He didn't take all the people with him. So it was the failure to use all the people in the work or in the war. He only selected a very few people to fight in the war. So I want to stand still there and just remind all of you that the work of God, if we want to grow big here at BMI, it's something I've been telling my leaders all along. We must involve all the people in the work of God. Now I'm talking to you, who I only see on a Sunday morning. You see, my job is to continually encourage you to be involved in all the aspects of the ministry. It's like when I say prayer, then you see there's only five rows of prayerful people. Uh It's blocking our enlargement. Are you with me? (laughs) This is the year of? Besides blocking our enlargement, it's also blocking your enlargement because you're not involved in the work. Are you with me? When we do outreach, it should not be that only certain people are involved in the work. I'm breaking down the barriers in this church where we say we are, we are a group that's been working together for years, but we are opening the doors for more people to join. Let me tell you straight away when I talk about the Ladsman, I'm when I speak to the leaders, and that, that is the things you'll hear on Sunday night when I say, I don't want this dance ministry to have the same faces here every Sunday. Are you all listening? Everybody sitting there and watching the dancers and you think you would love to dance there. I want you to be part of this dance group. Every one of you that see the squire singing here in falsetto and in all other keys, you must say, I want to be part of the group. Yes. Because our failure to use all the people will be one of the reasons why we don't enlarge here at BMI. And I'm making it clear to everybody So if anybody stops you from getting involved in the house of God, you can come see me directly and say, Pastor, they don't want to use me. Are you listening? We will find a place for you, but we can't enlarge with only a few people. We must use all the people. Jesus Christ said, Come unto me, all you that labor, all you that labor and are heavy laden, And I will give you rest. So, when I see Sunday mornings, the church is back to capacity. I wonder how many are involved in the work. Are you with me? It, It hindered Joshua from going bigger, and that is why we have what we call small group ministry. Everyone must be involved in the small groups during the week. It happens on the Thursday. Some. Happen on a Wednesday, but most happens on a Thursday. If you're not involved in a small group, then you are not involved in the work of God. Check with your neighbor. Are you in a small group? Unless you're a visitor. The only thing the neighbor must say to you, I'm a visitor here. That's the only answer. good answer. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a visitor here. But the longer you are here, the more quickly we'll connect you to a small group. Say amen. Amen. Yes, you'll be part of a small group. So we need to involve the people in outreach, in the work of ministry, dancing, music, cleaning. When we clean here, we clean every Saturday morning, we see just probably 10, 20 people. It will prevent us from enlarging you will also not enlarge because you were not part of the work of God. Are you listening? The best thing you can do is to give your life to God and to serve God. If you're not serving God, you are busy doing something else. And that something else will not bring your enlargement, your prosperity, and your blessing. It is working for God that you will be blessed. We only have a few people here that is on paid staff, which we call full-time workers. But we don't consider anybody different That's working here We are all like full-time workers Amen We are all like full-time If you go to church If you go to work on a Monday You must feel tired And then your boss says But why are you tired? You say I was working for God on the weekend Amen I know you don't like my preaching I'll close, I'll close, I'll close Reverend who you said my preaching won't change you. It is if you apply my preaching, you think deeply about what I said. and say, Pastor, let me get involved. There's too much work to be done. But there's not enough soldiers. So when we fight AI, they will defeat us soundly. Amen. What we have at this church now currently is one person doing three, four, five ministries. What a shame! What a shock! You can start by just greeting somebody. We make you a greeter. Yeah. You can start by helping to clean. We make you a cleaner. You can start by serving by taking the people's pages. Say, You Let <inaudible> not go set your next for God, do Scamio We must work for Jesus Till the shadows fall Labor for the master Till I hear his call Amen And the dew releasing When the reapers reap We shall come rejoicing Bringing in the sheep Glory to God Ask your neighbor Are you working in the church? Ask, are you? If the neighbor can't answer you, say, this morning sermon is for you. you. I'm sure there are more people that would like to dance. But it will will take a little bit of effort. So you must come on a Saturday. They they, they rehearse. Isn't it Chelsea, J? They rehearse here. What times? Sometimes during the week also. I don't, I want, I built a big stage. Very few churches in the city has a stage as big as this. The purpose was it. I want a huge choir. I want a big dance group and I've built heavy concrete platform. All sizes can jump up and down here. We, we were, I was doing an outreach the other day in, uh, and the dancers started to jump on that wooden stage. And I said, Oh my Jesus. I pray the states can, but I know back home on Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Now you say, pastor, how must I get involved in the work? Must I be perfect? No, we're not perfect people. We all have sin and come short of the glory of God. Pastek sukkel nog met die stywesin. As so right. Kom vir jou op, pepperman, sy by die kerkie. Daar kom sanges met die koor. Ons weet mos hy sukkel en die Here gaan jou vrymaak. Amen. But that mustn't keep you away from God. Yeah, you can come. You can dance also for the Lord. You see and as you work, as you work for the Lord, the Holy Spirit will grab a hold of you. Because you're always in His presence. You see, it is when you mix with the children of God that you you start to become like them. If you constantly only sit with your friends that smoke Stuyvesant, that smoke uh, Vapor and all these chutas, and they drink wine and you will never change. But you must come. Come closer. Don't feel that you are not good enough. No. Then I'm also not good enough. Because I'm also a sinner But it's by the grace of God That I stand here Yes, you can serve the Lord And every time I call for prayer You come here Because by the laying on of hands Something is coming into you And very soon you'll be free Hallelujah You'll be free Hallelujah Number two Number two You see You must respect You must respect spiritual things I'm going to tell you something important We must all work together That's one of the reasons why we can't enlarge, right? It's not only my job to bring people to church. Pastor Charlie is not here. He went to Furbrug to go and gather people. Yeah, you see? But it must be everybody's duty to bring people to church. My, my daughter, Jamie, I'll be Jamie, they brought a taxi full of people from Kells River this morning. Where's Jamie's people? Wave to me if you are here from Jamie's church. There they are. Wave them. That's the Kells River. Wave, wave to them. You are welcome. So I don't want to see you only coming and sitting and enjoying. I want to see you here dancing with the dancers very soon and singing in the choir and taking the people to their seats and working for God. Very soon you will stand before a crowd and you will teach from the Bible. You are a a cell leader. Yes. Then you'll become a zone leader. Then you'll become an elder and then you'll become a pastor. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now. People don't have the proper respect for spiritual things And this man, Achan He didn't realize that it was the curse that was on him That caused the Israelites to fail If you don't have a respect for curses and blessings You might not know the reason why you cannot make it in this life But curses are real And blessings are real what is a curse? A curse is something that brings continual frustration in your life, continual failure in your life. can I say, of they might just be." Because if you listen if you read the story correctly, you see that in Joshua chapter seven, verse 10, just look at this. Just look at this. But the Lord said to Joshua, get up. Why are you lying? Remember he was crying because he lost the war. Is somebody with me? And the Lord said, why are you lying on your face like this? Verse 11. Israel has sinned and broken the covenant. They have stolen some of the things that I commanded must be set apart for me. I have, and they have not only stolen them. But they have also lied about it. Mercy. And hidden the things among their own belongings. Verse 12. That is why the Israelites are running from their enemies in defeat. For Israel itself has been set apart for destruction. I will not remain with you any longer unless you destroy the things among you that were set apart for destruction. Now, in the King James Version, it calls these things accursed things. Just go to verse 11 in the King James Version. Uh Aha. They transgress my covenant. You see there in the middle. For they have even taken of the accursed things. Say, accursed things. And have stolen and dissembled it. And they've done these wicked things. What is a curse? It's a defeat. A humiliation, depression, disgrace, poverty, backwardness, decline, degradation, a failure to thrive and a failure to prosper. It is a definition of a curse. You, you can't do anything that succeeds. Your family is messed up. Your grandmother was messed up. Your mother's family is messed up. And you also find yourself a curse. You must have a respect for these things. Blessings and curses. Because there are many things in this world that cannot be explained until you see there must be a curse somewhere. Are you with me? If you look at how people are destroyed in this world, you can't understand it. There are what we call strange happenings in this world. Look at Isaiah 28 verse 21. Quickly. I want to tell you that many people don't have respect for curses. And some of you even here today, you might not have a respect for curses. For the Lord shall rise up in Mount Perazim. He shall be rough as in the valley of Gibeon, that he may do his work a strange work. Everybody say strange work. And bring to pass his act a strange act. Say a strange act. Now look at verse 22. For therefore be not mockers. Lest your bands be made strong. For I have heard from the Lord God of hosts a consumption. Even determined upon the whole earth. Be not mockers. Be not mockers. Don't laugh at the fact that I'm talking to you today about accursed things. Achan stole a Babylonian garment and hid it in his tent. And that thing he was not supposed to take. So we brought a curse upon him and the whole of Israel. Are you listening to me? It's an accursed. It's a strange thing. Strange happenings you can't explain. How many of you can understand why the world comes to fight one another In the Second World War, 1939, only six years. From 1939 to 1945, the whole world was shooting each other. And 50 million people died. And after the world was finished, they went back to normal again. So you say, but what happened? It's a strange thing. Are you listening? You can't explain it. Look at Africa. I'm traveling a lot into Africa. Yeah, I've been to many African countries and I can tell you they all look the same. It's almost like the presidents came together to have a meeting and say, this is how our countries must look. The roads will have big holes in it. Most roads will not have tar. It will be gravel. No houses will be built bigger than one story. Now, the same country or the same continent has gold, diamonds, platinum, oil. The European countries don't have gold. They don't have diamonds. They don't have platinum. They don't have oil. But look how Africa looks. And look how Germany looks. How do you explain the strange thing? You can only explain it by blessings and curses. You see, Isaac blessed his son Jacob, the father of Israel. And wherever the Jews go, they are prosperous and they are blessed. You can try to kill them. The devil has tried to destroy them many years ago in the Second World War, before the Second World War. Wherever they go, they are not loved and they are hated. But you see, the words of their father, Isaac, over there. The, the father of the nation, Jacob, He still stands today. I'm going to read you that words and I'm going to bless you with that words. Because you see, this, this is why I say people don't have a proper respect. Be not mockers. You see, if, if you find the pastor's words on you can change your life, you have a proper respect for blessings and curses. I nah, say, nah, I don't need anybody to pray for me. You've got no understanding. Of spiritual things yeah. You can have all the money in the world Africa's got all the gold They've got all the stuff Why is it that they don't prosper? Must be some curses, isn't it? A servant of servants you will be yeah, We can't explain it It can't only be the color of our skin, isn't it? Must be something more because they can take the brain of a black man and a, and a, and a, and a caucasian man, there's, there's no difference. It's not in the thinking. Black people can also go to the moon in, a, in the shuttle. And it has been done. They're good at mathematics, we're good at everything, we're good at flying aeroplanes. There's something else. Can only be explained by a curse. There's a curse that affects us. But you can come out of it and you can superimpose yourself. You can neutralize the curse that made your mother and your father poor. That made your grandmother poor. You don't have to stay there. You can come out and you can go over. Joshua was found in this midst of a curse. And he needed to destroy the curse. So we started saying, Lord, where is the problem? And then as he prayed, God showed him. One of the people amongst you here took something that I said they mustn't take. And that has brought a curse on you. That's why you cannot enlarge anymore. You must first break the curse. Let me tell you, Joshua did not deal with this curse lightly. Achan was eventually discovered. Everybody had to come out and stand until the Lord said, this is the one. He came forward. Not just him, his whole family And he explained to them what he saw Aiken's problem was he was covetous It's an English word to say he loved money He loved money so much Although the instructions said he mustn't keep it He said, I like shiny things And when he saw this garment He said, I need it I need that shirt with the crocodile on Lacoste, or the puma, lion jumping. I want to wear brand clothes. uh, Joshua said, don't touch it. He said, no, I'll touch it. And he brought a curse on the nation. Are you with me? Your poverty is basically described to a curse. And the tithers, please take note of it. By tithing you break a curse. Yes. Yes. Malachi 3 verse 10 said it. By tithing you break the curse. Isaiah 28, I said, Be not mockers. Because your enlargement is only possible by blessings and by curses. Look at the blessing that Isaac spoke over the children. Genesis 27 verse 28. Genesis 27, he said, he said to Jacob, how many of you remember the short story where the two brothers wanted the blessing? Hello? Do you know what was the blessing? It was words. The words of a spiritual man can change your destiny. But because you are a mocker, you don't believe it. You take my words for a joke. You don't know it can change your life. It was the words of this man that changed the destiny of Jacob who became the father of Israel. This is the words he said to him. God will give you the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. Let the people serve thee. Glory to God. And nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over your brothers. Hallelujah. And let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Be everyone that cursed thee And blessed is he That blesseth thee A man's words And then when the other brother read in He said, Papa He deceived you I am actually the one That must get the blessing The father said, I'm so sorry Once I've spoken this word Under the anointing I cannot take it back it's not just words that I can sk- You see, you see, I'm not a mocker. It's not something I trivialize. Now man het kan terugvat. Ha, klaar May the dew of heaven rest on thee, he said. That's prosperity, boy. That's prosperity right there. May the dew of heaven. You see, you find yourself in strange environments. Things are not working for others, but suddenly they choose you. Yeah, There's an opportunity. Others can't go. You can go through there. You wonder what is it? Is there something about me? No. It's blessings versus curses. Rather seek to be blessed than to be cursed. Maybe a curse has come on you because of what somebody in your family did. And you are struggling for the rest of your life, but today God is saying to you, you can neutralize the curse by a blessing. but you must have the proper respect for curses. Let me show you as I close, a woman that had no regard for curses. Her name was Rebecca. She was the mother of Isaac of, 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 of Jacob. She was the mother of Jacob and Esau. And when, 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 when she gave the plan to her son, she said, put on some furry hair. Deceive your father. He's old and he's blind. When he speaks to you, he will bless you. You know what he said? He said, Mama, if he finds out, I, he will curse me. And I will, I, will, I will not survive in this world. You know what she said? She said, let your curse rest on me. Find it there. It's in Genesis. She could, she did not even think it's something dangerous. Because she had no respect for blessings and curses. She showed this of the pastor praying for people. Ah, oh, that's nothing. I never need to come for a blessing. You don't have a proper respect for curses. Can I tell you something about Rebecca? As great as she was in the beginning with the birth of the child, the Bible says the last time you hear Rebecca's name was when she uttered those words, let your curse be on me. Her servant Deborah, when her servant died, it was mentioned when she died and where she was buried. But of Rebecca. There is no grave. Yeah. When you go to Israel, and you're going with me soon, the Jews will show you this is the grave of Sarah, the wife of Abraham. Yeah. This is the grave of Jacob's wife, Rachel. But ask them, where's the grave of Rebecca. They say, there's no grave for Rebecca. We don't know what happened to Rebecca. She just disappeared, she vanished, she withered off the earth. Because she said, Let the curse of Isaac that was supposed to come to you, I'll take it upon me. People don't enlarge because they don't have a proper respect for curses. And they also don't know that to reverse the curse, you must neutralize it by a blessing. You see? It's like when a snake bites you, you get anti-venom. It neutralizes the poison so that the poison doesn't have an effect to kill you. Something works against the poison. Now it's the blessing that works against the curse. And Joshua called Achan out. He dealt with Achan. I'm sorry to say, they stoned Achan to death with his wife and children. And everything that, 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 that belonged to him. And they put a heap of stones on him. And the Bible said it's still there to this day. This, this is the, the memorial of somebody who brought a curse on the Israelites to remind them that this thing should not be done. Are you with me? They did not deal lightly with disloyal people in the Bible. So we cannot deal and smile with spiritual things. Yeah. People who come against God's work and His church. when we are hard against it, then our, some people say, who can your so hard? You see, then you must go to ask Joshua. Why did you stone Achan? Why didn't you just tell him God will forgive you? No! There are some things you must get rid of in your life. You can't be connected to people that's going to constantly talk you out of your Christianity. That's going to constantly tell you not to go to this church. You must deal with them effectively and extremely. It's an extreme dealing. They stoned him to death. Let me show it as I close. There it is. Why have you brought trouble on us? The Lord will now bring trouble on you. And the Israelites stoned Achan and his family. Yeah, and they burned their bodies to death. Place, only oh let me close. Let me close. Let me close. The mistake the mistake and the reasons for failure to enlarge. They did not use all the people for the work. Number two, they did not have a proper respect for curses. They never prayed against it. They never respected the words of a man of God over their lives. he loved money so much covetousness what does covetousness do it destroys the anointing I had a visit here the other day from businessmen five of them they sat around the table they were interested in helping churches and one of the questions they asked me they said you don't have to answer if you feel offended I said no you can ask me any question they said do you earn enough money do you earn enough money because they they came with a program to help churches to have a side business and you know something something powerful but they asked me the question do you earn enough money to do all that you are doing I said the problem with me is I don't love money I have certain powers and decisions I can make to change my salary if I should. But because I don't love money, I haven't changed my mind in the work I must do for God. One thing I know, that the love of money brings covetousness. Then I will change my message. I will change even the place where my church is. I will even change the place or the type of people that I want in my church. I will start to look for the Mercedes Benzes and the BMWs. I will start to ignore the people that must walk long distances to the church. I will not go and have an outreach in Furbrach because I'm thinking of the tithes and the offerings that people can bring to church. I said, I don't need money and I don't love money. They were surprised. I said, because covetousness destroys the anointing. It hurts the anointing. It brings pain to the anointing and it brings all types of evil. And one of the ways God gave to us to kill the love of money is to test you to say, bring a 10% to me. Bring a 10% test your love for me over your love for money. Ah, yeah. And most people fail that test, they can't pass it. May you not love money more than you love God. This was the mistake of Achan. Achan loved money. Yes, he loved money. Listen to this verse. I'm closing. There's a beautiful verse in the Bible that says we mustn't love money. Amen. Timothy, 1 Timothy 6 verse 9. But But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. Verse 10, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. Hallelujah. Why could they not enlarge Achan loved money. He was covetous. He saw something that he, God said, You mustn't have. He said, I want it so bad. Then it brought a curse on him. And the curse filtered through the whole nation. But let me tell you that Joshua eventually defeated Ai. How did he do it? By spiritual and natural wisdom. He destroyed Achan. That was carrying the curse. And God took away his anger from Israel. And secondly, he attacked AI with 30,000 men and not 3,000 men. So we used strategy as well as prayer. Strategy, spiritual, as well as non-spiritual. And that is when I'm closing. Time does not allow me because the announcers must come. Listen, listen. There's a way to defeat the problem in your life. You must use both the spiritual knowledge, so you must pray about things. You can pray about your curse. Amen? You can pray about your blessing. You must come for spiritual blessing. But there's also what God gives you, natural wisdom. So the way they defeated this city was that they made as if they came again with little men. And when those people came out to chase after them, the other men were waiting in ambush. So as they were chasing the Israelites, it's in your Bible, then the men that waited behind went into and attacked the city. And as they were chasing the Israelites, they turned back and saw the city burning. And then they had to rush back, and when they rushed back, that army came, and they came from all sides. And by strategy, they defeated A.I. Are you listening both spiritual and natural and this is what I'm trying to help this church with all the time you can't just apply spiritual uh, remedy you must also use the wisdom that God gives you for where for your exams for example you can't just say "Pastor, I'm coming to church and it is time and I'm gonna trust God to help me pass no you must come and pray but you must also study You can't say in your marriage, Pastor, I'm looking for a lovely girl. I'm going to pray to God for her. You must also find out what type of madness she has. Are you with me? You must see if it will work for you. We didn't want to listen to this when we were younger, but you must listen to it. You must see if your partner is compatible to you. That is now earthly wisdom. Godly wisdom. Are you with me? No, 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 just look and the Spirit, the Spirit said, No, the Spirit, the Spirit is not going to give you food on your table. If that woman is lazy and she can't wash your washing and do your, your food, she got circle. But the the when she had makeup on, that she's the right woman for you. You didn't use wisdom. Of Macy, this university degree, and that man, I stand at 380 school. the as arm, but you must use both Joshua's strategy, spiritual yard, and wisdom. Building the church, we pray, we have a garden there to pray for miracles, but when we buy things, we don't just buy. We get coach from different places. We weigh up. What is the best? Should I send the truck? Or must I pay for transport? I use natural wisdom and spiritual help from above. It will make you enlarge in this life. Are you with me? You must apply both. Natural wisdom and spiritual wisdom. Mm. building that's growing the church I pray every day for church growth but on a Sunday night I bring the leaders here and I rebuke them for laziness and I talk about getting transport to bring the people in how will the people come if I don't use natural wisdom I pray I fasted I watch the videos, I listen to preaching but I must also apply natural wisdom The warfare by which Joshua beat AI is used today in military tactics. It's called ambush warfare. You make the enemy think he's got you. But can't he? Can't he? It's not enough time. I'm closing now finish. But I want to speak a blessing because I believe there are too many curses that's following the people. Your face don't even show you you are blessed. I can see the curse on your face. I can see the scars on your face. Huh? The scars run deep. The scars run deep. The curse is eating you. You stole a Babylonian garment. It's been it's hidden somewhere in your tent. Or maybe it's not you, maybe it's a family member. But the curse is affecting you. Pastor, I'm doing everything I can go forward. My life is a failure. My life is in depression. My life is in destruction. My life is in degradation. There's a failure to thrive. But then Isaac is here today to speak over you like he spoke over Jacob. To say, may the Lord, put that verse on again. May the Lord give you the dew of heaven. Genesis 27. Isn't it? May the Lord give you the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth. Kala I grew up in the same environment as many others, but there's something different about me. I believe it's the blessing of the Lord that is on my life, nothing else. Yes, I have education, I have some things, but it's all the blessing of the Lord. When doors close for others, it opened for me because I've got a proper respect for blessing. When a man of God is here, I close by saying this. Keep that verse there. When a man of God is in our midst, I don't take it lightly. When I went to Accra and I saw the people ask for prayer, when the servant of God stretched his hands, the people bow down and kneel. When we were from South Africa, we were not used to that. We would just stand with the head bow. And I showed the proper respect for blessings. They take the hand. <laughs> Benin was in an airplane, a public airplane coming back from some tour, And the people just passed him by the white people. And two Nigerians got into the airplane when they saw the man of God. They went into the passage. They don't care about other people coming because people are entering the plane. When they saw the man of God, they went on their knees and they took his hand and they said, just bless us. Just bless us. And somebody asked him, so what's the difference between the other white people who just passed you by and these people said, these people, they have a proper understanding of blessings and curses. Yeah, And they are hungry for God. They are hungry for God. They are not mockers. One pastor, I was dealing with him. You know what he said? He was lying to me. I was dealing with him with a very serious case. He said to me, Pastor, if I'm lying, God can strike me dead. I realized this guy, although the evidence showed to me he's lying, he does not have a proper respect for the words that has left his mouth and for the things that will come to him. He said, Pastor, if I'm lying, and I know he's lying, he said, God can strike me dead. He didn't die physically yet. But everything else in his life is gone. His job is gone. His health is gone. But he brought it upon himself. When he said, Pastor, if I'm lying, God can strike me dead. If there's ever a story to warn us about spiritual truths, it's the story of Achan and the Babylonian garment. It will block your progression and it will stop your enlargement. Speak against the servants of God, all of you that are clever and don't regard spiritual things. I leave you to God and to time. I leave you to God and to time. Have a proper respect for spiritual things. May God give you the dew of heaven, the fatness of the earth. Plenty of corn and wine. Let the people serve thee. Come to me, come to me, Virgil. Come. Lord over your brethren. Let your mother's sons bow down to you. Curse be those who curse you. Bless me those who bless you. His presence is here. His presence is here. 28, 28, verse 28, verse 28. May God give you the dew of heaven. Isaiah 58, 11. Listen to me, people. Quickly, I want to see. Somebody phoned me in the week. A man of God. But not just a small man of God, a big man of God. I've, I've never really sat with him. I spoke to him once, never sat. He said, God woke him in the night and gave him this... Showed him my face, and gave him the verse to give to me. And when I I, I, he, I he said I said what verse he said, God gave me Isaiah fifty eight verse eleven to give to you. I apologized because I, I saw the message lady was looking for me, this man of God. And I apologize. I said I'm so sorry I didn't return your call immediately because I was somewhere and I only saw the message. And he said, I'm only doing what God told me to do. And he gave me this word. He said, the Lord shall guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and make fat your bones and you shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. And immediately when he spoke it, I said, I receive it. God will guide me continually. You can come, speak against me, attack me. You must have a proper respect for blessings and for curses. I can't help it if the Lord has blessed me. And you won't be able to help it if God blesses you. God bless you for listening to this message. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind.